everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I am James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going to the MCU, historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. That's right, Colin, and I don't know if you know this, but we are getting close to climaxing i'm sorry let me Ooh, say that in a different hang way. on now let's we're we're getting we've been close watching, to the big splashy finish wait you, well, james um, listen we've been watching too much uk game shows <laughs> where they're flippant with that kind of information we, this is america yeah. we can't be like that on this show right. exactly repression uh, except for if james wilcox is on the show in which case we we right. open the floodgates nope it's uh, hang a on whole mm. wait uh yeah mm. we just let it we, all hang out wait we just uh, anyway what are we here for james anyways so um, we're going to talk about some planning and in getting us squared away on what we're planning and why we're planning and who we're planning and when we're planning and why we're planning. Uh, here's a little bit of a previously on Timeline Scavengers. Okay. Carter found Rogers in an allegorically appropriate burned out bar as he mourns slash self-flagellates in response to the loss of Bucky. She tells him that he needs to keep going to respect Bucky's sacrifice. And now we're going to have a story of him keeping going. His, here's he, here's he, here he, here's he goes. All right. So we're going to talk at, there he goes. Goes Um, again. There he caps. Fighting Hydra to the end. Throw Um, his shield and punch. 616 Pence, none the richer. That's very funny. Uh I'm very proud of myself for that. There you go. Except it's not 616. So, oh, yeah. Hey, Kevin, you can yeah. text us. Uh, we can get it. Hey, let's get a group chat going with uh, Amon Vellani. Yeah. Let's talk about why you yeah. can't do this. I think that if we presented it with 616 Pence, none the richer, I think she'd be on board. I think that that's yeah. the missing piece. Yep, yep, Anyways. yep. yep. So, uh, you. you're going to be watching Captain America, the first Avenger um, from 2011, and you're going to start at <laughs> one hour, 31 minutes, and nine seconds, and you're going to end 46 short informational seconds later at one minute. Nope, at one hour, 31 minutes, and 54 seconds. Here's what happens Phillips shares the information that he has learned from Zola with Steve, Peggy, the Howling Commandos, and a number of other soldiers. Schmidt is planning to prove his omnipotence by blowing up half the world, starting with the USA. The last Hydra stronghold is in the Alps, 500 feet below the surface. Stark tells the group that if he makes it to America, he could take out the eastern seaboard in under an hour. Phillips says the attack is going to begin in less than 24 hours. Morita asks how they're going to infiltrate the base. It's not like they can just knock on the front door. Rogers, who hasn't spoken at all yet in this briefing, says that that's exactly what they're going to do. Thus completely ignoring the chain of command about who gets to say what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. Absolutely. I, I mean, okay. So, I mean, I, I, I do want to say that there's pr- one of two things is going to happen here. Either they're going to then talk about, well, wait a minute, we are just going to go knock on the front door. Right. <laughs> and then he's going to present his plan and Phillips is going to go. That's tact tactfully an awful idea. Let's yeah. go with this plan instead. And then he's going to lay it out. And then Steve will have to go, yeah, yeah, nope. All right, sir. You know what? You're the general. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow you, right? Yeah. Or Colonel, rather. Like, I'll follow you. Um, but like the other thing though is that like I think that like is he does he outrank Marita? Uh what is Marita's I don't know. Okay, don't let's know. look that up real quick. Yeah, let's look that up. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I, 
you I'm gonna let you look that up. Okay. If that's if that's that's right. fine. You can cut me saying that. Jim just, Marita. Us reaching the same point is not. This is insane. This is impossible. It says that he's a private, but that can't be accurate. What? Yeah. Well, could be. But I feel it like new. But like also after that much time, right? Because he yeah. surely he wouldn't be a private by the time he left the military. Right. It's his first day. Because he has. He immediately gets captured. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but like still, like he ends up being a part of the Howling Commandos. Something has to be right. wrong with the the MC. I mean, here's the thing: like maybe he has the insignia on him when he first joins, perhaps, right. and maybe that's how they they figure it out. But like to me, like again, he fights through the whole war, and he doesn't have right. his his child until after the war. Um, right, and like that is canon to the MC. That's not me just wildly making a right. suggestion. So like. The fact that he fought for like four years and right. ended as a private, I feel like that doesn't seem accurate. I mean, the only way I could see that being accurate is if when you went over to the Howling Commandos, you know, you essentially look, leave we don't do the United like States Army ranks. We do. You don't leave the U.S. Army, but it's not like Dum Dum Dugan is filling out paperwork on like promotions and stuff. He's like, I mean, uh, yeah, you're sure. Part of this. We I guess that ass, makes sense. But like, we don't worry about. Yeah, I guess if it's like it's a joint effort. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Either way, the whole point though is that uh, I I would imagine he's. I think he's more than a private. Oh no, you know what though? Wow, this is crazy. Oh no, that's the Howling Commandos logo. Never mind. I really thought that his jacket that I was about to show you a picture of had the private symbol, but it's actually the Howling Commandos logo. <laughs> so that's funny. Um, right. I wonder if that's what happened. I wonder if someone saw that. Hang on. Actually, I am going to send you this picture. I bet you this is what people saw and thought that he was a private because of this. Either way, okay. uh, like my whole point is that even if he was like, let's say he was also a captain, I feel like if you have two captains, yeah. but like one of them is very clearly like in charge of the unit, right? They would, they out, outrank right. you in that, in, in that moment. Um, okay. I just sent you the picture. Um, either see. way. The, oh, on, on his, on, on his, his sleeve. On his sleeve. That but see like it the Howling Commandos logo looks when his arm is is turned like that it ends up making it look almost like it's this little triangular symbol this thing yeah I don't know I mean like I I think though that like it's again it's also like plot point stuff right like they're like we don't want to spend yeah. ten minutes of the of the film talking about different possible plans so we're just gonna have someone say yeah it's not like we're gonna walk through the front or knock on the front door and then Captain Rogers goes wait a minute that's exactly what we'll do. When we uh, have Marvel events timeline on in next episode, I think we're going to talk more about what knock on the front door means and how it doesn't mm. mean what I always think it means, which is literally going we'll, to we'll, the we'll bust in the front right. door. Right. It means like basically not it, going in hot versus going in stealthy. Basically, is that what you're saying? They're going like they're going in, and he's. Um. Well, we'll get we'll get there. Um, like, not, I next, imagine, sorry, not next episode. Right. Uh, next episode after. I, I get what two you're episodes, saying. Two yeah. scenes from now. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, um, so we'll talk, yeah. We'll talk about that when, in the next episode, when mm -hmm. there's a, when we actually see the execution and then when Marvel Events timeline is on with us, 
after that, we'll talk about how right, it's we'll more, about more of a Trojan horse thing. Right. I would like to read, read, do it, do a quick, quick segment of uh, what a, what a novelization idea yes. um, of this, because here's, so let me, let me lay out what happens in the scene. And then there's a, a stark difference, if I may, <laughs> between what happens in that and what happens in, in the, in the novelization. Sure. So Philip says, um, this guy's crazy. He wants to prove how, how powerful he is starting with the USA. Stark says he has enough stuff to blow up the Eastern seaboard in under an hour. Then they go back to, well, you know, Gabe Jones says like, when are they going to, uh, you know, how long do we have under 24 hours? Well, what are we going to do? We can't just knock down the front door. So it is, uh, Phillips, Stark, Phillips, Jones, Phillips, Marita Rogers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Johan Schmidt, Johann Schmidt belongs in the bug house, he said. He thinks he's a god, and he's going to blow up half the world to prove it. Peggy stood up and walked over to a map of the world, starting with the United States. The room grew silent as everyone processed the news. Peggy went on. Schmidt's working with powers beyond our capabilities. He gets across the Atlantic, he'll wipe out the entire eastern seaboard in an hour. As she spoke, she looked directly at Steve. Since he had returned from his latest mission, he had been withdrawn and quiet. They did not have the opportunity to talk about what had happened with Private Lorraine, and now it seemed they might never have the chance. A shiver of fear ran through her as she thought about what this latest intel meant for Steve and for her. As Peggy wow. spoke, everyone in the room turned and looked at the map, their eyes focusing on New York City. They were each thinking the same thing. Fuck Boston. No, no, no. They weren't, no that's not. <laughs> the United States was completely defenseless against an attack of, of that magnitude. The majority of soldiers had been deployed to Europe or the Pacific. Right. Schmidt was heading across the Atlantic. They had to act fast. How much time have we got? Dernier asked. Phillips looked grave. According to my new best friend, 24 hours. No one had said anything for a moment. They had just returned from fighting Hydra and were tired, having been pushed to their limits. But they couldn't sit around and do nothing. Where is the Red Skull now? Steve asked, standing up. Hydra's last, Hydra's last base is here in the Alps, Phillips said, pointing to the map. Then he traced his finger down as he added 500 feet below the surface. Steve nodded. This wasn't going to be easy, but they could do it. They had to do it. Looking at the rest of the, his team, he saw that they had the same determination in their eyes that he probably did. What? I think that that is a matter of he can't tell what his face oh that he like. had right he but he imagines that, the yes, same absolutely he imagined that his yeah. face is the same as theirs is the same right yeah captain america and the howling commandos were heading to the alps period end of chapter so okay can i tell you why i think there's the difference here yeah yeah, yeah um, let's talk about it so i think that it comes down to timing um, oh for sure because, yeah, yeah and because part of me i feel like if this was what if right mm -hmm. where flynn Flint, thank you. Sorry. Um, okay, I kept sorry. wanting to say, um, now now that I have Flint on the Josh brain. Josh Lyman. Yeah, I always said Lyman. Uh, and then once <laughs> I got Flint on the brain, I could only think Flint. Uh, no, but like, oh my God, Flynn, yes, Flint on the brain. <laughs> uh, uh, so when I think if Flynn was the one making these decisions and talking and stuff like that, Peggy wouldn't be saying these things because Flynn wouldn't even really let her talk, right? I think right. the change here is not because they're like, let's not give the the woman lines, right? Like, I don't think right. that's where this one comes from. I think it just comes from, funny enough, though, still kind of in a West Wing world. They're not walking and talking, but like yeah. they are keeping the conversation moving around the table, right? So right. like, again, it's person A back to Phillips, person B back to Phillips, person C. Back. So right. it's like Phillips is like, in a way, the CJ of the moment. 
answering the questions mm-hmm. of the press as they're all going, we heard this rumor. Yes, but not this. Something, okay, right? Like debunking right. and saying we have to move things along. There's a press, right. not press, there's a, you know, the president has whatever at this time, right? So I think right. that it's like, I kind of wish that we had the scene that you just laid out, yeah, right? Because it does give a little bit more weight, but like also, unless you say out loud, we just got <laughs> back from fighting Hydra and we were pushed to our limit. How can we do this? Right. Like, but at that point, like yeah. then you're really kind of holding right. someone's and hand. Which one of them is going to say that? Right. They can be feeling it. I think that you're right. I think that it's definitely a, like a, a timing, but it's also a, if Peggy, who is presumably not going, right. Is basically co-teaching with Phillips. And the Holland Commandos, Dernier is asking one question, and then otherwise, it's basically just a conversation with Rogers, Phillips, and and Carter, right. at which the Holland Commandos are also present. Right. It seems like you're just telling us that they're determined, as opposed to they're asking tactical right. questions. I I would almost yeah. love like a marriage of the two scenes, uh, but yeah. I also feel like something that could be interesting too, right? Is like if you are going to show the moment, or like if you are going to say you just got back from fighting, right? Yeah. I also think that like that could be a pretty interesting and good moment for Phillips and Rogers mm-hmm. to really show finally the full level of growth between the two of them and like their understanding Yeah, for like them to be like, all right, like start packing up or whatever. And then Phillips takes them aside and is like, you boys just got back. You know, it's like, like you just walked into yes. the front door and have them be like, can they handle this? We can, sir, we can do this all day. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, to, to bring it back, like again, kind of thing, or just like the idea of like, keep bringing it back, you know? Yeah. But I mean, or in, in, in general, it's like the, the problem is that he asked the question knowing full well, they're going to say they can, but yeah. also saying like, do we need to like ask for backup, but also knowing that there might not be time. And if they can't right. get back up, do, does he think they're going to be able to make it through this? Right. Um, but uh, I mean, and what's also interesting, and like, I think this is why there are so many other people in the room. I mean, obviously there's a bunch of SSR people there to be, to be, sure. to begin with. But I also think there's some people that I think are definitely like in uniform uniform uh, yeah. that I think this is, it shows how they have the numbers they had. The 107th is always there. Um, right. So for sure, they're also pulling the 107th into this whole thing. Um, you see Hodge on, on like KP duty, like, or was it kitchen? KD, what? What? Kitchen Patrol, yeah, K- KP, yeah. where like he's like in like a, a apron. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh. um, he's he's getting ready to finish the potatoes, and they're like they're yeah. like put them down, like we're going back out. And he's like, but I just like he looks like a mound of potatoes, and he just has to put them like in a bin and put them in the fridge, like French fries tomorrow, I guess. Like he's just like really um, upset. Yeah, <laughs> I I re- I just realized I hadn't made this connection. This is the um. General Dodonna and Leia briefing in Star Wars New Hope about the Death Star. Yes. It's exactly, it's, it's literally, this is literally that. Yeah. They just had all like, these. Oh, no no problem. Fights. We used to, I used to bullseye womp rats uh, in Brooklyn at. <laughs> right. From the back <laughs> of Coney my, Island. <laughs> yeah. From, from the, uh, what's the name of the ride there again? The top of the from cyclone. The top of the cyclone. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone takes them to the side and says, Hey, Steve, what the hell was that back there? Oh, yeah, what, what do you mean? Like, what I, you mean? I got one right here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's, it is. Yeah. It is definitely like That's the. Funny. This is the last discussion before 
yeah. going on what is seemingly a suicide mission. <laughs> we have to have this scene so it doesn't seem like it's just we don't plan, we just go. Well, I mean, I, th- have, I think the cool the thing is, is that like they clearly show the planning part before the montage as well, mm-hmm. you know? So like they, they get the information and they go, let's go out and do it. And so then they go and they blow yeah. shit up. Uh, but now right. it's like, okay, after the montage, you know, you can't then just have it be like, and then we keep doing the same with no information, with no, like, because it's like, right. how would you know where to go? You know? Um, I, yeah. For, for our show, I like here's the briefing, here's the execution. Yep. I think it works smoother if you Ocean's Eleven it, which we see in the uh, T'Challa becomes Star-Lord and Thor Dark World. Yeah. um, Where it's like, we're going to do this, and they show them doing that. We're going to do this, and they show them doing that. Now, for our show, it fucking sucks. Right. Because I have to be like, all right, so from this to this, and this to this, they're planning, and this to this, and this to that. Like, but... It works better as a movie if you're like, here's step one, execute. Here's step two. Execute I think later. in that moment, by the way, just to specify where my personal brain would be, is that yeah. once you start showing them doing the thing, it is that time you are just saying there is a voiceover and right. they are essentially thinking about what the plan was that they talked about previously that day or in the like the, the day before kind of thing. So it's just like, in, it's not a flashback. Right. It is just, again, it is like what is happening. That is, it is, it, this is not like them mentally visualizing it per se. Yeah. It is actually happening, happening. And that's what, and that's, I, that's what I have except for in both examples. And please cut this yeah. if you feel like cutting this in both examples, there are reactions that happen uh, from without people. them knowing the, like, Oh, what a brilliant plan, you mm. know, star Lord, blah, 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 where, you that needs to happen before the plan happens, so you have like it's fine, it'll be great. Well, we're gonna love it. Um, but hey, I do have a one quick thing that I looked up, yeah, because something bugged me. Ha, it's the use of bug the house? word bug house. I actually now, forgot about that until you brought it back up. I also went, What is a bug house? So I know that from in Back to the Future, Biff calls George McFly an Irish bug. And I just now, as I was saying that, am wondering if it's not an Irish slur, but a joke about McFly. That's fine. Um, which I've never, ever, I, ever, ever thought. <laughs> you Irish bug. Never have I ever thought that's that wasn't hilarious. a racial slur. Um, so I'm going to walk back uh that I did think that I was like, oh no, is this a really problematic thing that they used to say back in the forties? <laughs> no, kind of. So here's my research. So a bug house is an insane asylum, as you could probably have guessed. Sure. Um, so I found various etymological sources for this. Uh, <laughs> the main one I found is that bug used to mean like a goblin before it was talking about an insect. It referred to like anything scary. So the words bugaboo and bugbear and the boogeyman or the bogeyman all come from bug meaning something that scares children. So is that why bugs are called bugs? Because technically they're insects, but we call them bugs. But like bugs in computers? No, or no. Or bugs like bugs like insects. Like, I think that they are no. they are scary, and so we call insects bugs. Yeah. That, that's that, where I didn't all that look comes that from? up. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't look that up, but that is that is the implication that I got. 
Um, so, but I also saw definitions where it says an insane asylum is chaotic, like how if you have like a bunch of bugs trapped in like a roach motel or like a right. like a like a viewing area, it could be going all over the right. place. And then I didn't see this, but the thing that makes the most sense to me is that a bug house is where you isolate bugs uh, for viewing, for for observation, which would be what an insane asylum. Because what I also think did. about the the reason why I think it would also be about a like a derogatory term, right? Like, okay, think about how people would people who are. Um, with Mendy, like uh, Mendy, sorry, with mental handicaps, I just tried to mm-hmm. combine two words at the one time, right? Um, how when people didn't fully understand what those, like what any of them were, like any of these conditions, right? Like no matter what they could be, right? How people have used phrases like um, the, see, I feel like I don't even know if I should even say this one, but the the S one that was recently in both the Beyonce song and a Lizzo song that were then cut uh-huh. out. Um, sure, sure, sure. But also for people to see like s- erratic movements, perhaps is the word I'll use, and calling it bugging out, right? Sure. I think, I wonder if that's where sure. that comes from. And like, that comes from the same place. Yeah. Right. That like is, a house absolutely. of people bugging out. And like, so I feel, I feel like that's probably where they, because again, because he does say like oh. he's this. So I think you know, he's, he belongs to the bug house, but like, yeah. I I think bugging out comes from the same place that bug house does. Like bugging out meaning like to go crazy. Right. So like going like uh, going buggy is is a is a term that both means turning into a monster and oh, like losing mental capa- capacity. Right. <laughs> right. And there and Kafka of course is where insects and insane asylums meet in the middle. Um no, but like I, you know, and of course it's it's 19th century <laughs> levels of like derogatory mental health, horrible viewing right. of, yes. of of mental health. But it basically means like you're not you're acting as if you have some sort of possession, like you have a mm. like you have turned into something scary, like something not less than human, just not human, mm. like inhuman. I guess less than Jake. Got it. Right, less than less. If your name is Jake, right? Then yeah, um, just not Jake. Um, but like, yeah. So I think that's, that it that's comes, my like, um, cover band name. Just not Jake. Um, so it it has got problematic origins, right. but mostly in terms of like concept concepts, as opposed to like this is a word that we use as a slur. It's mostly like we used to say you were going buggy, kind of like you were going batty, like you you were going insane. And so the bug house is where we put people that have gone buggy. And so bugging out, I think, is coming from that place. Like, but you're when your eyes bug out, right? They're going all over. So, but they're also going like Big. different directions, like an like a, you're like a, like a, like, an, like a bug's right. eyes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think I think like. That yeah. that's a so difference in like a swirl. the yeah. the usage. Yeah. Let's do a let's do a recommendation. Yeah. I feel like I, I mean again part of the problem of recording these. You should do unnatural twenties because they'll be on our next episode. <gasps> 
no, wait, then I shouldn't do a recommendation because they should just, they should recommend their own show. Good call. And we'll, 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 yes, we'll tease we'll it. Tease we can, it. we can, we can I'll tell you what, it. yeah, yeah. Let's do Patreon instead. Yes, let's do it. I'd like to talk to you guys about patreon.com slash the scavengers network for just $2 or more a month, uh, all the way up to a hundred thousand dollars, or even if you wanted to a million dollars, uh, the sky's the Ooh. limit. Um, you can get all of the bonus content, uh, that you could possibly ever need from shows here on the scavengers network. The timeline scavengers has a bunch of stuff out there. Uh, at the time of recording, we just released the bonus content for fondue. Uh, and in mm. just, a uh, by the time you're hearing this episode, the content where we did, uh, all the bonus names that we didn't use for Brant's aid, uh, will finally yep. uh, premiered on Patreon as well. So we've got a bunch of like cutting room floor stuff, uh, extra ideas, bonus things that are like related to the show, but like didn't fit within the parameters of the episode. All that sort of stuff is there on patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Plus again, bonus content from a bunch of other shows. Uh, so it's Absolutely. a steal when you really think about mm. it. Uh, and that's totally. where I'd like for you to go and check that out and uh, help support this show. It just gives us the ability to do more things and potentially to travel, uh, to do live shows, things like that. Uh, it really helps keep the lights on here at the Scavengers Network. Um, but with that, that's all yep. that we have. So we will see you all on the next episode. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. It's not like we can Excelsior. That's exactly what we're going to do, kid. Excelsior. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.